Welcome to My Bible Study, a verse-by-verse devotional study through the Bible with Pastor Bob Thibodeau. In this unique series, Pastor Bob takes you through the Bible just a few verses at a time. No preaching, just a simple Bible reading with examples and explanations of the meaning behind the scriptures. My Bible study will take you from Genesis chapter 1 all the way through the book of Revelation. Now, here is Pastor Bob Thibodeau. How about now? Hello, everyone, everywhere. It's Pastor Robert Thibodeau. Welcome to My Bible Study. Sorry about that. Had the microphone muted there for a second. We're so blessed that you're joining us today. Praise the Lord. This is a great day to be with the Lord. We're going to enjoy ourselves so much today. Uh, This is going to be uh, a new chapter, chapter 10 from the book of Genesis. Hallelujah. And we have really dove deep so far on the study of Genesis, and now we're going to get into a chapter most people just kind of skim over. We're going to start in Genesis. We started in Genesis chapter 1. We're now starting today in Genesis chapter 10. We're going verse by verse all the way through, so by the time we finish this in a few years' time, you will have a complete understanding of the Bible and how it relates to today. Praise God. We're now going to go into chapter 10. Now, some people get bogged down because of all the begets and you know the genealogies and things like that. But if you will take the time to actually study out the material that's presented, you're going to discover some very interesting things. You know, I remember the first time I heard that Jesus' bloodline had adulterers and murderers and even prostitutes in Jesus' genealogy. You know, I thought, that can't be right. His, his blood's supposed to be pure. That's why, you know, Mary and all that stuff. But when I started researching these things, the scriptures that were given, I started reading some other commentaries as well. And sure enough, there it was in the Bible. And, you know, as I can continue to study it, I discovered the Bible is really extremely accurate in the things it presents to us. And there's a reason for every single word in the Bible. You know, otherwise it wouldn't do us any good at all, right? Well, Brother Bob, you know, why would God want us to know that the bloodline of Jesus had murderers and adulterers and prostitutes in it? Simple. It's a simple but profound statement. The reason? So we can identify with everyone in the Bible and realize they were no better than we are. And that Jesus died for them, just like he died for you and he died for me. And that that should give us some hope, praise God, that if people like that could still live by faith in the coming of the Messiah and purify their bloodline by faith so the Messiah could enter the world, well, we can believe that by faith, He can save us too. Amen. Don't shut me down when I'm preaching good. Hallelujah. Let's let's jump over into Genesis chapter 10 and begin reading. Now, before we get started, I want you to know something. In my research for today's topic, I found a couple of great resources on the internet, and I'm going to give them credit for it. I'm going to be sharing some things with you from the research they've already done. I find it so interesting and relevant to what we're talking about today. One is a website called Answers in Genesis. It's at uh, www.answersingenesis.org. And there's a great summary at the end of our article, uh, Josephus and Genesis and Chapter 10. And it's, they've got illustrated charts and all that that I'll be referencing from. So if you want to see what I'm talking about, you go over there and read all about it. Okay, but Let's get started in Genesis Chapter 10, beginning in verse 1. 
Now these are the generations of the sons of Noah, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. And unto them were sons born after the flood. And then it's going to go into detail about the sons of Japheth, the sons of Gomer, the sons of Japheth. These were the, the islands of the Gentiles divided in their lands. Then the sons of Ham, Cush, Mizraim, Foot, and Canaan. And then it goes into the sons of Cush. And, and Cush begot Nemrod, and he was a mighty hunter. And it goes on down. Now, there's something I want to, to tell you from the webpage I already mentioned, what Josephus had to say. Okay, first let me tell you a little bit about who Josephus is, in case you don't know. He was a first century Jewish historian. Uh, he had an intriguing history all his own, for sure. But uh, he served as governor of Galilee, and he fought against Rome in the first century, and eventually captured. Now, his surrender ultimately you know, had him taken as a prisoner to Rome, uh, where his captors, you know, were Roman became Roman emperors. And uh, he was ordered to write a history of the Jewish nation because of all the strife that had been going on in the area. But the history I want to discuss is not Josephus's life, okay? But he wrote something in his book about Jewish history that's called The Antiquity of the Jews, and he gave Christians a brilliant stepping stone, basically, to the genealogies of Genesis chapter 10. Now, on the website, Answers in Genesis, we'll be reading from the summary, uh, some of the summary from Josephus, uh, which is included in, in the materials that I studied. Uh, Josephus connected many of the nations that formed after the confusion of the Tower of Babel with the nations that were around him at the time. And he often listed the common Greek names for these nations, which provided a solid, uh, basically, translation of ancient history in his era. And from his work, Christians today can connect those nations to the nations we have around us today. Praise God. So we have that stepping stone between nations and people, groups, and you know, as described after the flood, to those that are here in the world today. Okay. Now, chapter 10 is divided between the descendants of Japheth, Ham, and Shem. Uh, Japheth, verses 1 through 5, Ham, 6 through 20, and Shem, 21 to 32. Now, there's a debate among people, as to the birth order of Noah's sons. Uh, some translate verse 21 so that Shem's the older brother of Japheth, uh, whereas others understand Japheth might be the oldest. And there's also debate as to whether Ham was the middle son, because he's always listed second, or the youngest son. Okay, We don't know for certain, but I'm kind of towards the view uh, that you know the birth order is Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Okay, because that's the list, the order they're listed in. Now, in chapter 10, Japheth's descendants are probably listed first because Moses had a, a pattern, if you could call it that, uh, of getting rid of the least important matters first. He'd describe, you know, this is first, da 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 and then spend a lot of time in the detail afterwards. So he gets all, he, ha he has to mention it. But he gets it out of the way first so he can spend the time describing the more important things. And since the line of Shem will occupy the rest of the book, his story comes last. All right. Now, I'm not going to attempt to work through every name in this chapter. Okay. There's a lot of speculation involved in trying to trace every name to some particular group of people. And since you know the spellings of names changes over the years, I mean, Thibodeau, we used to have, you know, back couple of generations ago, there was an X on the end of our name. It's no longer there because it was dropped by my grandparents or great-grandparents. 
but that's what I'm saying. The wording and the language and the spellings, they change. But we can, although we can be fairly certain about some of the broad trends in the movement of people groups over the centuries, okay? So, uh, for example, you know, French-Canadian, you know, I'm of European heritage, and we are basically descended from the descendants of Japheth, okay? Japheth's descendants fanned out to the east and the west uh, from where the Ark landed in Turkey. Uh, it's generally agreed that, you know, Gomer and Javans and, and uh, Tira's descendants moved into what is now Europe, okay? Magog, Tubal, Meshach moved north into what is now Russia, um, Madai was the ancestor of the Medes and the Persians, which eventually migrated to India and, and Iran and all that. So the the Indo-European languages are all related from one common ancestor. The relationship with the languages of India and Western Europe was largely basically unknown until the 19th century when a comparative and historical study established their descent from a common language language. Uh, somewhere in Eastern Europe. Yet, Genesis 10 establishes the linkage. Praise God. Because we're remember what we we ended up last time, every people group in the world today can trace their descendants to the three sons of Noah. Okay? So one obvious question for this table of nations is, where's the Oriental races? Chinese, Japanese, Koreans, you know, uh, Cambodians, and all of them. They may be omitted since the list is not necessarily comprehensive, but there's some tracing that, uh, that they're related to the Sinites, which is in chapter 10, verse 17, Hevite, Archite, and Sinonite. Now, uh, the name is still preserved in the word Sino, okay, which is reference to China, such as the Sino-American relations. Uh, another possibility is that some of the Hedites, called Heth in verse 15, uh, when their empire fell, fled east towards China. Another word for a Hedite has also been spelled Ketai, K-H-I-T-T-A-E, from which comes the word Cathay, which is another designation for China. So, you know, Josephus mentions that Gomer, one of Noah's grandsons, had descendants that the Greeks called Galatians. If you recall, Paul wrote a letter to the Galatians who are living in Asia Minor, which is modern-day Turkey, right? Same area that the Ark ended up in. Uh, another uh, tradition or another connection is that of Magog, also one of Noah's grandsons. Uh, Josephus, his research reveals that the Scythians were descendants of Magog. The Scythians are now a variety of people living north of the Black Sea. Another aspect of Josephus in his Table of Nations gives uh, biblical support to Genesis 10 and the division of the people by family groups when God, God judged them by confusing their languages. Okay, so there's charts in, in the book that go into that graphically. It's actually easier to visualize and as you, to follow the chart uh, for the major people groups there than me trying to explain it, but this is a radio program, so I got to do the best I can for you. Okay. Thank you for joining Pastor Bob as he leads you verse by verse through the Bible in this series called My Bible Study. 
We pray this study will bring you closer to God and reveal His Word and His will for you through the Scriptures. We would consider it an honor and a blessing if you would support this outreach with your financial offerings. We have partnered with Patreon to offer you unique gifts and benefits for various levels of giving. Please visit our page on Patreon by going to patreon.com forward slash my Bible study podcast, all one word. That link again is patreon.com forward slash my Bible study podcast, all one word. Until next time, be blessed in all that you do.